live, recorded in front of a live audience. Woohoo! Yay! Alright. Every Tuesday at the Brink Lounge, 701 East Washington Avenue, right down the hill from the Capitol Building in Madison, Wisconsin. We're your hosts, Chris Wagner and Mary Gaines. And our guests tonight are... Yes, thank you, Mary. You're welcome. Our guests tonight are Mr. Dave Schindel and Jen Logfloor. Especially for our, our podcast listeners out there, that was Dave. I, I introduced Dave Schindel and, and Jen Logaflower. That was just Dave on piano and vocals right there. Just <laughs> Not just Dave. You know what I'm talking about. I know how that goes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Disappointing, but, isn't it? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no Don't they, worry. There'll be more. Maybe confusing if you weren't actually watching this. So, but Jen is sitting over here on our right, your left. Doesn't really matter. Depending on where you are where in your she's room. In, she's center stage. <laughs> yes, yes. But we have your two pianos. Your left stereo on. channel. What's that? In your left stereo channel. Yeah. Yes. Pan it, pan it hard, Eddie. Do that anymore. <clears throat> so how long have you been writing? I've been writing music so a long time, since the early 90s, but very closeted case. My oh. wife didn't know that I did music for at least 10 years. It's very, very private, oh. shy. 
wouldn't play for anybody. It was really a matter of self-protection. Everything that I'd ever done earlier on, I'd been evaluated on the academic thing. Get an A, get a B, make it look good, please other people. And I just didn't want this taken from me that way. Yeah. That so we so should soulful. That's you know? a very good thing. We shouldn't yeah. give you your grade then at the end, because oh, we usually do that. We've started doing that, but we won't tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. There's a scholarship that comes with it or something. I guess I take that. Oh, that would be lovely, wouldn't it? Yeah. We'll work on that. We'll work on that. Okay. But Dave, Dave is, uh, we've known Dave for a while now, and he's been coming to a lot of the shows, and yeah. we've had some really, really great conversations about, about music and life and, and the different guests that we've had on, so we're, we're really happy to have you yeah. on, finally. Thank you. This it's is a, really It's neat. a true pleasure to be oh, here. Thank, thank you. you both. Yeah. Now, you guys listening, uh, reading some about both of you and what you're doing, um, kind of jumping into a little bit, um, your songwriting styles, and you'll hear, you'll hear, hear Jen and Dave do duets here too, but um, you, it seems like your, your pasts kind of coincide a little bit in terms of your, your, your early love of, or exposure to like musicals. Is that, am I right? I think I that's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. I hear, I hear a, a really strong Broadway tenor in Dave, <clears throat> but there's a, there's a showmanship and, and, and a yeah. power that comes, that's I think necessary when it comes to stage voicing. Um, mm. But there's also the intimacy of, yeah. you know, what comes from solo piano vocal. I what? prefer to call it musical theater to Broadway because yeah. Yeah. Broadway has well, this whole thing. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> right, that's very different, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you ever done musical theater? Uh, no. I, I, you know, as a kid, I was really lucky. I lived in the suburbs of New York, and my mother made sure, particularly, that we got exposed to a whole lot of it. Yeah. So, like, remember A Little Night Music, for example? She took us yeah. right to the first run of that. Uh, Sondheim? Yeah, a yeah, lot of Sondheim stuff. and I mean, we saw a lot of stuff. So I guess some of it yeah. stuck, you know? Yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd say. Yeah. Well, both of you speak really well, very clearly. Uh, uh, as far as I know, very good grammar. What do I know? I don't know. I kind of <clears throat> oath myself, but but you speak very clearly and love of words, obviously. You guys. Yeah, you, that's pretty evident. Are you well read, both of you? It seems like you are. I'm I'm pretty well read. I'm an oh, engineer yeah, by yeah. training, so not necessarily yeah. because it was dished academically, but yeah. I love language. I love the sound of language mm -hmm. and, and of different different tongues. Yeah. There's there's some common common string that runs through uh, the Latin and the Germanic and uh, even some of the, uh, the native tongues of Africa and China. It, I think that there's a way to understand one another in yeah. the way it sounds, not so much what it means. Does that change the way that you approach uh, lyrics? Do you, do you think about communicating to others in other languages or some sort of common thread like that? Um, no, I, I suppose my, my relationship with the words is uh, does the lyric drive the song? Does, yeah. it, does it lend itself? Uh, you know, because I'm, I'm busy wrapping melodies around words that have already been written. Right, and that, that was an interesting thing too. You both have different approaches, but I found it very interesting when Dave suggested having you on also and some of the interesting things you're doing with working with uh, lyrics, not, not really lyrics, right, but poetry. Poetry, yeah, poetry, right? yeah or prose. Prose. 18th century? Uh, you know, it's some of the really, really good stuff that, that has come very easily through yeah. has been 16th century. Wow. Uh, 17th century, yeah. As well as the Bill of Rights. And the Bill of Rights, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was not as easy to write, but yeah. um, parts of it were. It, it's just amazing how, uh, how much grace 
there is in, in the writing from those times. Mm -hmm. um, and even really the way that people spoke across the last several hundred years. Yeah. It's eloquent. It, se it seems to lend itself well to the way you both write, actually, it seems to me. Mm -hmm. Do you yeah. have another, another one like that? I don't remember what's on the set list. I see there's a duo. Boy, there are lots of, I mean, there was a, one of the fir earlier things that I kind of actually wrote inspired by Jen's Bill of Rights thing was basically uh, based on the Declaration of Independence. It's not, that sounds so dry, but it's not at all. It's, it's beautiful language. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, words are kind of tasty to me. It's like it, I can feel it just like, you know, like yeah. succulent, like, you know. Braggadocio. You can just wrap your mouth <laughs> around that for a half hour and yeah. let it drip out of you, you know. And uh, feeling for the right word, just keep going until it's not, that's not quite right. And just using the body as an instrument, does that feel right? Is that a good word? And then you click on it and it's like, ah, yeah. when it's like, that's the right word. Well, I, I've known, we've known songwriters, uh, that you, some of you may even know, but I, we won't mention names, but um, who have written by feel of words, nonsense words. You know, you just blah, blah, blah. Yeah, kind of yeah. like mumble, mumble. mumble, mumble, mumble. With a, yeah. with a <laughs> and then they sort <laughs> of congeal yeah. into actual meaning mm -hmm. and something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that really seems insane. They, to me. they serve all kinds of purposes. I've had songs that I haven't known the meaning of for a year or two, a year and a half before, or excuse me, until after I've written them, where they like, they like throw out my future in front of me. They're smarter than I am, and they, and they, can, they tell me where I'm going, yeah. but I don't know what they mean when I write them. <laughs> so it's, yeah. anyway, it's a really it interesting the, process. Yeah, the flow of it that sounded right at the time, and you're like, I'll figure it mm -hmm. out later. Yeah, and yeah. there's kind of a, there's a, um, a felt sense mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. I think is the thread of all this. Music is, a pro I think it's the most powerful pathway into the soul. But there are many other ways, and it's, it's about the pathway. It's uh -huh. not just about this, but, so it serves as a, uh, a wonderful mode of expression when I have a real problem, something I'm working through, this is how I work it through. Yeah. And it's very healing work. And it seems to resolve. And when it's resolved, it's kind of like, there's a song, too. It's a really neat, it's such a blessing to have. Well, I wanted to ask you about, I don't, not, to, not to force you to do this uh, in order, but I see on a list here you have uh, the next tune is When I Flew. It's a duet in G, if you're singing along. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you, well, maybe I should wait to ask after, after you're done, but I have a question mm -hmm. about the subject. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, why don't you guys play it first? Okay. Yeah, and then yeah, we'll... Sure. And uh, we're totally open to any <clears throat> side musicianship anybody might want to do that's yeah. in the room, particularly on stage. Okay. <laughs>
Chris and Mary, thank you. The interesting thing about a pop, well, we were t- Dave and Dave and I were discussing this earlier a little bit, you know, and I almost hate it. It's it's terrible to pigeonhole stuff, you know. It's like why does anything have to have a particular name? This is like this, you know. But uh, so what were you going to call it? Well, this is like <laughs> no, this is there is this pop element to it, you know, and and I could definitely hear your influences some of the things you're talking about, you know, some of the, inspired by, you know, like Carol King, um, let's see, what, uh, Rodgers and Hammerstein, definitely, Cat, mm. end of it, Cat Stevens, you know, mm. Michael Smith, great songwriter from uh, Chicago, is that what you're yeah. talking about? Yeah. Yeah, Seals and Croft, James Taylor, Alison Krauss, I mean, uh. those influences, it, definitely there, as well as that, that whole musical thing. I wanted to ask you about yeah. this tune, when I was listening to it, um, is, do you mind ask, ask? Do you mind answering what what it's about? Is it about something in particular? Uh, I first of all, I love flying, in, in flying dreams, flying things, yeah. flying machines, skydiving. You know, that's one, what I was okay. And about that. Um, yeah. that whole feeling of falling, but 
kind of falling safely. Mm -hmm. And um, some of this obviously hasn't happened to me yet in this life. I mean, I haven't taken my last flight in this life yet. Right. But uh, to me, um, there's something very eternal. I've, I've had this image very consistently of, um, of a summer day. And it seems like every summer day when I look out in the sky is super blue, I hear an airplane. It's like... Uh, Apparently, it's a great day for people to fly or something, uh -huh. so I'm always like noticing. Oh, and I notice birds and stuff. It's like I just connect the two, the blue of the sky and the flying. And blue is a lovely word to sing. Blue. Singing is like yeah. flying, in that you, you, you carry one another. You know, mm -hmm. when, when you're, you're singing with, with someone else, there's a degree to which you can yield and, and release yeah. what, whatever wrap-up you get in, in your own in your own voice, that you, mm. you, you become... Well, we were talking a little bit earlier before the show, Jen and I, about uh, this idea of that, that you don't see very many male-female um, duet, duet singing combos anymore, and tonight mm. we're going to actually have two yep. <laughs> on our show. Yeah. wonderful. So, but we were speculating a little bit about why that is, but it's, it's hard to say and probably a lot of reasons. Yeah, Maybe. I'm speculating that it's the disharmony between yeah. the genders on the planet. Not all of them, but there's a, there's a great deal of, of, of dissension uh, yeah. between man, mankind and womankind. Yeah. I th you know, I we went, can remedy that. When, in going to the, I didn't go this year, but in 2008 to the Mamas, yeah. there were a lot of live bands and performers. There was no vocal harmony. There That's was really none. No harmony? That's shocking to me. And yeah. it just shows, you know, good, good bands and all that, but there's a degree of... of Cool, kind of community and cooperation and yielding to each other, which, boy, we want more of that. It's going to come back. It is. Oh, yeah. But it's... I mean, that's really unusual to see an entire night of music and have nobody sing yeah. harmony with somebody and it's so else. beautiful. To me, it's just the best thing there is. But I, I was speculating, too, that maybe it's just, it's sort of the current pop movement, you mm -hmm. know, when... It could be producers, it could be musicians, just listening to whatever they're emulating or, or whatever they're influenced by right now. It just so happens that there is not necessarily a lot of vocal harmony, and so, therefore, we're not hearing a lot of that right now. I'm just guessing. I honestly think that part of it, from talking to a lot of singer-songwriters in Madison, is that a lot of people don't know how to do it anymore. Mm. They haven't learned how to find a harmony and how to stick with it, because mm. everybody's so melody-driven that they haven't... You know, when they're singing harmony, they're not even sure they are. And, you know, I think that... Well, and we all kind of grew up with it. We all need to train you guys yeah. talk about our it. fellow this... citizens how to yeah. sing harmony. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it can be a vulnerable space. You can be unsure about whether or not you're doing it right. right. Whereas yeah. when you sing a melody, you're, you're pretty sure that... But in a way, you know. that's the cool thing about singing harmony. You don't necessarily have to be as loud in the, in the listener's ear as the mm -hmm. melody player. So you have time to learn. That's, mm -hmm. I'm just trying to say that to the songwriter's <laughs> world. Yeah. <laughs> you have time to learn. And the listener's world. And the listener's yeah. world, yeah. yes. Yeah, it's really, work. I mean, to me, Jen has one of the most natural harmony ears I've ever seen or encountered mm -hmm. in anybody. She can pull it out of anything. I hear it too often. Um, if, if I have a flaw, often it's I'll step off a melody and just start singing to a harmony of the melody. To me, there's a yeah. song in there, and <laughs> whoops. You know? right. yeah. So I don't, you know, I enjoy that. Yeah. And it, sometimes it actually works. <laughs> a, a, lot of, a lot of it is, is about trusting it and, and, and feeling 
yeah, I'm, I'm there and this is what I'm hearing, you know, let, let it flow. Right. Yeah. I, I was working with a, a, a band here in town, I'm starting to play some with, it's called the North Country Drifters, and they're playing all uh, a lot of Bob Will stuff. And, uh, they have loyal fans. <laughs> yeah. And I, I was working, on, working out one uh, fiddle solo that was kind of interesting. I was listening to the recording, and it, it didn't occur to me until I got into it. I go, God, this sounds so interesting, but I can't put my finger on it. And I realized there was no melody note in it. It was, it was actually double stops, which on fiddle means you're playing two notes at the same time. Mm -hmm. um, but they were both harmony notes. Mm -hmm. But it sounded cool. It's actually the kick off to the song, and, it's, it's, and neither one of them are the melody. Mm -hmm. And it makes your ear, your ear hears it. That's right. the cool thing about yeah. it. As soon as the melody comes in, you know, people don't go, well, what, what was that? You, know, uh -huh. you hear it, mm -hmm. even though you're not playing it. You bracket it, bracket the melody with your yeah. stops. And, right, you know. yeah. Or yeah. you drop your instrument and do the two fingers on each <laughs> side. <laughs> <thing. Yeah. laughs> Which is always good for radio or, you know. <laughs> well, yeah. well, Jen, you started, I, I'm just reading some for your bio, it's interesting, you started the Suzuki violin. I, yeah. And dropped it like a hot potato for the cornet. Is that what I understand? Well, yeah, yeah. My my brother was a a, a first trumpet, big yeah. silver trumpet, and he was good at it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I was drawn to the brass. I think I've got more brass in me, actually. Yeah. yeah just, I mean, speaking to it. a couple of strings people, no, but, that's you know, they're, they're, uh, the brass they're frequently carrying the melody or yeah. or carrying it boldly the the, the song. Um, yeah. Right. yeah. So that appealed to my adolescent self, yeah. I guess. Yeah. The strings are a little more French. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I say that, you know, no, I mean, they can be, they can go either way. Well, like, yeah. I always wanted to play the French horn, which is kind of a, mm -hmm. kind of sounds like a mountain is coming at yeah. you, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, but from a distance. So, <laughs> I guess, yeah. 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 And then it's anyway. There. Yeah. <laughs> and, well, and, you're, and, and Dave, your dad, I love this story. Your dad mm -hmm. played or plays, still around, plays flute, piccolo, harmonica, and a bit of piano. Yes, a bit of piano. Not the whole piano, just... No, just a bit of it. <laughs> the same bit. Yeah. And, um, I mean, some of my earliest memories are just uh, very much staying, just like falling off to sleep with hearing a piano downstairs or in the yeah. next room that he would be playing. I mean, it stays yeah. with... Wow, what great memories. Oh, it's a wonderful yeah. thing. Yeah. Now, earlier, we were talking about community and how getting a community of musicians together is... A lot harder than it used to be. Mm -hmm. And uh, can you expand on that? I shall that? attempt to. Okay. <laughs> well, I just, I just, it's one of my own goals is to um, be part of and help co-create more musical community. That, that word's been really overused. Everybody's like, what are you really talking about? But it means collaboration. It means inclusion. It means mutual mentorship. Mm -hmm. um, as a way, it's, it's such a warm way into just being sociable with each other to where you connect at such a deep level rather quickly and meaningfully. And I, boy, do we all need more of that now mm -hmm. instead of the distractedness of life and the individuality, the competition. There's a lot of fear out there. Yeah. And we need each other. It's just a way to begin to re-acknowledge this eternal truth and have it come back. Mm -hmm. So uh, our collaboration, I think, is an extension and an attempt to bring that further in and then participating in everything. We have a, a wonderful open mic host here. Yeah. Those, that's another possibility. It's very, you know, freely open to everybody and inclusive. Yeah. And, you know, jams and bringing in and then um, musical collaborations of all kinds, whether recording or gigging. And just, hey, come on and bring your whatever and come on, let's do it. Yeah. And you two are the quintessential, you oh, know, well, we do excellent side <laughs> musicians to do. Yeah. 
We're just always there. We just don't go away. That's the problem. That's what we end up, you know, we might as well play. We're here. We've got all It's okay. We can sleep in our van, but we're going to be there. Um, well, what's this next? What's the, I'm, the next tune on the list, Margie? Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, I have a beautiful sister-in-law who is now, I'm happy to say, in, looks like in full recovery from cancer. Wow. And uh, this was when she became ill and was going to go through sheer hell, which was what chemo and all that stuff, radiation chemo, chemo in her case, is. Um, I wanted to sing, give her a song that was just looking out the other end of it. That's what this song's about, called Margie, which is her name. You wanna hear it? Yes. Okay. Margie, go to well And take a deep libation Make a toast to yourself Make it a celebration There will be better days Margie, go to the well And make a deep reflection Fall in love with yourself Fall under your protection Good luck, Margie. Yeah, that's, that's really something. Most people, most families have been affected by that. You betcha. Us too, so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, and a song helps. And a song definitely helps, yeah. I remember uh, um, it can be a joyous thing, you know. This doesn't have to be necessarily a, a sad, sad topic, but my, I remember my dad was in the hospital. This was a few years ago. And uh, it was over Christmas, and the whole family was there. And we were singing, because that's what we do. And uh, we just decided to go around to the rooms on the cancer ward and mm, sing. What a great what idea. What an incredible thing yeah. that is, you know, yeah. to see what that does mm -hmm. for people. Isn't it, talking about community and connection, Yeah. I mean, I've done a little bit of that now, and it, it has really amazed me how nourishing it is to me to go yeah. do that. I mean, the 
it's everything. And to all who partake, yeah. th those who are, are bringing it forth, those who are hearing it, yeah. it's, it's love flowing. Yeah. And yeah. the families, you know, and, and then they all, they're all singing and, yeah. And it's, yeah. Mm. Some of them are very bad singers, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter, you know? <laughs> and you don't want to stop them, you know, because they're having a good time. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You just want them to throw their head back and do it loud anyway. No, that's great. Can, can I give you some pointers? No, never mind. Keep singing. <laughs> oh. Aren't you glad you brought that up? I sure am. Yeah. Edit it out. Yeah, we'll edit that out. <laughs> I, could, I had to interject the levity there. I Save your family relationships. I had to edit it out. I'm sorry. Um, Locke Lomond, I mean, not to... We'll, we'll do lots of talking. We're all good talkers, I can tell. I was really uh, not surprised, but uh, pleasantly... Uh, it, it was neat to see that. That, that was something that you did. And you also do a very interesting take on it. At first, mm. I didn't recognize it. Wow. Yeah, well, hang with me. Yeah? Yeah, okay. I, I mean, I hope it's... Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, well, okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you don't, you don't often know what you do in, in some ways. You know, yeah. they, 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 you, you play it your way, and right. others hear it, and, and uh, yeah, it's their own perception So me it. saying that, you're going, what, why? What's, what's different uh, how, about it? Well, you know, it's, it's, it's one of these simple songs. Yeah. And, uh, you know, moving through that. Yeah. Um, and and uh, so it, it would seem that there would be uh, endless ways to do it within that mm -hmm. construct because it's so open. Um, so, yeah, maybe I, I hope I'm bringing something fresh to it, to a, to a great old tune. <laughs> yeah. Well, we are grading at the end of the set, too. We're going to be giving grades. We are. I, I'm yeah. open to it, that. It'll be yeah. an A for sure. Yeah. 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 Just kidding. Radical honesty. <laughs> Bring on the radical honesty. Just Don't we get better? That's radical just stupidity. Fail, so. yeah. yeah, okay. You know. Pass okay. fail.
with very different tonal characteristics in their voices, they blend so beautifully. Yeah, it you know, I got really to live works. in Scotland for uh, uh, most of a year, and uh, they, uh, what a musical language, and how light on the ears, and, and how, uh, as Western or American language people, yeah. um, how flat we sometimes sound, and how not particularly musical. Um, it, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's kind of... <laughs> It, it, it's hard to stifle the, the inclination to, to, to take on their accent while you're there. It was for me anyway. It's a, I always felt that way down in North Carolina. Yeah, oh, for sure. You yeah. slow down, you know, and yeah. you mm. blend in, I guess. Yep. How did that influence your, uh, uh, when you were doing, uh, we, we alluded to the, the uh, Bill of Rights earlier. I just want to talk about this briefly. This, where can people hear this? Uh, it's on they our website. Can, yeah, they can go to the archive, www.archive.org, okay. which is a, a massing of all that is sound and music. Um, or they can, they can visit the, the uh, website, the Bill of Rights Band, billofrightsband.org. Yeah, and they're, uh, they're, 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 they're rough uh, yeah. recordings, but it, you get the idea, and it's really about learning the words by heart. That's, mm-hmm. uh, have a listen and, and join the band in, in, in so much as... There is a band. Now, I don't, I don't know how we would know this, but you know, I think about uh, uh, every now and then when you see um, politicians, or when you, when you see anyone portrayed from the 1700s or the 1800s, they all have this particular way of talking. You know? Or in the movies, when you hear someone from the 50s, it, I, every, they all sound like they're from Chicago or New York, kind of. You know, they have that sort of thing. But yeah. the otherwise, I suppose there, there must be some truth to that, that the language obviously sounded more British. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or well, uh, I mean, two hundred years ago. You know, I just yeah. saw an HBO uh, special via the, the the people that send you movies through the through the mail, Netflix. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and uh, they 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 did this uh, John Adams piece, a six part series that that covers John Adams' experience across the time that this was being written. Yeah. And you hear Irish accents and mm-hmm. English. I mean, you hear this melting pot. But yeah. you know, prior to the time that it really got stirred up much, it was still. You know, national identities and origins were still present in colonial yeah. English. And now it's kind of melted in there a lot more. And yeah. sometimes some, you ask someone, they go, well, I think I'm, you know, so-and-so. They say Peter Jennings strove for, for preserving his, his, I think it was yeah. him, his Midwestern accent, or that there's some Can- place in Canadian. Minnesota that oh, is... Okay. The yeah. You mean as a, as a, as a, uh, a, a, a net media person? And, yeah. yeah. Mm. yeah. So his producers were arguing with him about how to say uh, tomato? Oat. Well, <laughs> or no, wait, he's Oat. a Cana- Canadian. Boot. Right, not Canadian, I'm not sure. Oat. Is it Tom, Tom Brokaw? I don't know. I thought, yeah. I, I, I thought among newscasters, yeah. it yeah. was he a prize to have a Midwest accent. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Tom, Tom has, has other issues, but that's very interesting, too. I mean, not to, yeah. not to make light of it, right? Because he's, he's one of my say favorite broadcasters. L. But the fact that he actually has a little bit of a speech impediment. Yeah. Don't, I think a lot of people in the, yeah. in the, in the industry do. 
And it's like, you know, James, who is it, James Earl Jones? Barbara all Walters? What? And, and the, I think the overcoming Barbara, of it yeah. is, is a big part of it. Yeah, yeah. James it actually, Earl Jones stuttered, right? Yeah, he stuttered badly. Wow. Yeah, Jimmy Stewart had a stutter. That's why he kind of learned that hesitancy yeah. style. Yeah. One of our all previous coping. poet laureates for Madison <laughs> oh, yeah. um, had a speech impediment. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. how he said impediment. Impediment. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, and I I've love heard that people, he's out there. Performing yeah. all the time. I've heard that's an animal of its own. I remember I, I, meeting this doctor who had, he, he talked about like communal, instead of community, it would be like communality or something. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. it's, it, I, I don't Just know how that goes together. Yeah, yeah. Word, it's forming something. the word somehow. Yeah. A problem. And this is so much about mm. words, but uh, uh, <laughs> piano poetry, Dave, you, you, you call what you're doing piano poetry. Somebody kind else of, did, and as oh. it, it, probably my friend Tracy Jane Comer did by accident or something, and one of her alliterative. And it stuck? Uh, yeah, Randy Green, the recording guy, that's when yeah. I said, hey, you should, st you know, you yeah. should stick with that, he said. <laughs> so I did, and I, yeah. I just decided to use it, because um, it describes what it is. Uh, to me, it, it po I love poetry, but to me it's so much more powerful when it's done with music. I almost, I'd rather hear music without lyric than lyric without music, generally, or musically well, expressed language, you know, like we talked a little bit yeah. about Gaelic or... <coughs> You know, there's some stuff where the yeah. language is so rich yeah. compared to what we're used to. That, I'd like to enrich that. I'd like to have a little bit of part of that. What, if, what about spoken word with some music behind it? I mean, it's not quite the mm -hmm. same because it's not like singing the lyrics, but mm -hmm. kind of goes together a little bit. Actually, yeah. I played a, I've been playing a little bit. Funny you should mention that, yeah. but I'm not real into, I don't really like rap as a, sorry, don't really like rap as a rule. But, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll cut that out. It's I okay. listened to it. Okay, thank you. You saved my life. Yeah, right. And my life was just in danger. Then. But also, um, like poetry slam stuff, but some of those people yeah. are phenomenal. I, just in rapid fire stuff. I mean, good is good, whatever medium it's yeah. in. You, so. you mean the, the, the kind of stuff that they're kind of, uh, they're making it up? That's yeah, that doesn't appeal so much okay. to me, but the people who, there are people that are incredibly rich and original and articulate, and, and, and they, they have an utter rapid fire rhythm with it. Yeah. No, unquestionably, this is, it's clearly contributed to the musical world. It's going to stick. Yeah. It's going to be... Well, know, rhythm is the key to poetry as well as music. I mean, Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if things don't rhyme in poetry, it doesn't matter. But if there's a, mm -hmm. a feeling of rhythm, even mm -hmm. with breaths at the end of the sentence, then it kind of works out and fine. It really, and it really is, I think it's yeah. bodily. I think, I think there's a yeah. part where you literally feel the rhythm and it, yeah. when it gets thrown out, it's like your heart palpitates. I'd love to be yeah. able to crack this code, like we were talking earlier about, about uh, how people that don't sing or, or don't think they sing well or whatever just don't sing, or they, I can't sing harmony, right. or I don't have, the, my favorite phrase is, I don't have any rhythm. Mm -hmm. so that's, I just, I, that drives me crazy because if you didn't have any rhythm, you wouldn't be able to walk. Mm -hmm. You know, we're born with a certain amount of rhythm, right? You wouldn't be yeah. able to talk. Yeah, and your anybody, heart would be going boom, boom. Yeah, you think about how our how boom. our converse, uh, think about language in general. How complex the rhythms are. How complex the cadences. Even the up and down. Most people don't speak in a monotone. It's very complex, and it all goes to 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 um, uh, to articulating a, an idea. Mm -hmm. And right, the way your voice goes up or down it. when you're trying to describe yeah. something. It makes mm -hmm. all the difference in yeah. the world. Mm -hmm. Well, in different languages, because you, uh, you both have done some traveling here. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm, I'm looking in my notes here. Um, now I'm speaking in a monotone. <laughs> this is May looking in my notes voice here. Um, but uh, she wants some help. I, I had it in here. It didn't help at all. No, okay. not at all. Jen, so Jen, where have yeah. you been in <laughs> where the world? Have you gone? Thank you. 
Well, I spent some time in Sweden. I had a couple of years working for a semiconductor company over there. Did you learn the language? I did, yeah. Yeah, not so well that I could read it, um, but certainly held my own in conversation. Had some friends kind of take me under wing. They were thrilled with the idea that an American would want to. You know, they all speak wonderful English. 13 years they get in in school, so they're all... And they all want to practice it on you, too. Yeah, 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 it was uh, was good fun. It's good to get out of the country. So so what does that language sound like when you just say... Uh, uh, Well, they go, so here... Jag är jätteglad att vara här med dig och jag ska spela lite grann och vi ska föräldra varandra. That's beautiful. I have no idea what you just said. Yeah, well, just uh, glad to be here and we'll play together and and love one another. That's nice. And and you thought of that just off the cuff. I would have come up with some sort of nonsense thing. Yeah, well, you know, love has been a big theme tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, really for the year. That sounds yeah. almost Italian, too. I Does never it? realized that. Yeah. Doesn't it? Do you guys agree? Oh, no, I, I think Not at all, huh? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. A One taker. A lot of Germanic. Germanic. It's got a lot of Latin in it, but, too. But I mean, it was amazing yeah. how many. Nesa, Moon, Finners, okay. Hand, Armin. Yeah, it's like oh, old English. Okay. Morgan. Rene. She's describing just different body. parts of the body. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's, there's enough. Yeah, what you can't see, podcast <laughs> <Yeah>. listeners, <laughs> is lots of body that? parts are getting bad. We're all referring to body parts this in their own time. <laughs> 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 but, uh, but Chinese, that had to be the, the most different <laughs> place. Well, Dave, you spent a lot of uh, fair I, 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 back I and visited forth. a few times. I okay. know almost no Chinese. I can okay. tell you one thing I learned about China. I think this yeah. is an interesting fact. The city Beijing. Yeah. Then there's a city, Chung, it's actually Chongqing. Then there's a city, Nanjing. Beijing means northern city. Chung, Chongqing means central or mid-city. And Nanjing means southern city. Okay. And, uh, yeah. And they call their, China, they call their country Chongguo, which just means the middle kingdom. Interesting. So if you see one of their old coins, they have a, a round coin with a square and a hole cut out of it. And the square was supposed to be the earth because they thought the earth was square and heaven was round. Uh-huh. Ta-da! And okay, that's what I know about China. <laughs> that's, some, that's some good trivia, actually. That's very interesting. Save that for your next part. So you can't say you didn't learn anything when you came to China. It's all been a learning experience. <laughs> yeah. Well, how about another song? You have some wonderful tunes. Anything you'd like to do? This is a song called Coming of Age. Um, I actually wrote it thinking of my dad because he had, in the aftermath of my mom's death in 2002, which was just last Friday, by the way, anniversary, um, he, he had to decide to live again, and, you know, on what basis. And he did, and he has great, he's a great granddad and a great, great granddad now, and uh, it takes bravery to, to just go on and live, I think, and he made the right choice. The song's called Coming of Age. the 
sensation for shelter from the cold. Some garden of creation open to the old. Open to Wafering stranger on there. Oh yeah. yeah? Can we do that one? Oh, let's do that. <laughs> I love I, I love that song. Great traditional yeah. thing. I have a lot of students who C try to do minor. it. And G sharp minor. C sharp. C sharp. C sharp. Oh. Yeah, that's a good key. Yeah. <laughs> and this is this is just a glorious uh, arrangement because if you if you uh, Google this, yeah. you, you you get uh, the mountain music and its origins yeah. and and so it's. Fiddle, and understandably, and, and oh, voice, yeah. but um, I think this is just a really remarkable re treatment of this song. Oh, I'm cool. so looking forward to hearing yeah. Chris and Mary to Me hear you on this. Sure Chris and Mary are going to do it. Hang on. Yum. <laughs>
Wow. Thank you. <laughs> I got... I, what? Oh, we're, just, we're just conferring over here. We're, we're just talking about our... Uh, I know could nor could I. I have no idea what she just said. That's okay. But it's really okay. This, uh, this, the, the, um, the space is I, I love songs that uh, make you stop breathing. Mm. I got Wait goosebumps on that. But you, yeah, you just yeah. kind of you realize you you better breathe or you're gonna pass mm. out. <laughs> <laughs> you reharmonized it too. Yeah, thank you. Lovely. Which is very very cool. That's that the jazz thing, thing in there, too. There it yeah. is. These there simple is. harmonies, these simple melodies. Mm -hmm. This is the core of this. We played a private event um, in Racine a couple days ago. Mary and I were down there, and um, we did some, something for the kids. Someone said, play Twinkle Twinkle. You know, we were doing, um, playing jazz <laughs> This little stuff. girl holding an even littler girl. Yeah. And, uh, and then we started playing Twinkle, you know, and, and pretty soon it went into this swing thing and Twinkle, and then it was like this. <laughs> then it was. Then it turned into this sort of this classical sort of, uh, uh, you know, um, cascading thing, and you realize, wow, what you can do with a simple song. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But reharmonizing it yeah. makes it not so simple. It provides really good bones. Song's got good bones. Yeah. 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 Good bones. Yeah. yeah. Suzuki uses that, uh, the, the, the twinkle twinkle, and, and kids learn first. I mean, as, yes. as, as firstly as they learn the bow and how to hold the instrument, they learn mm -hmm. the ear. And uh, the variations on that theme are endless. Mm -hmm. And, and, and yep. every kid can bring one forth, you know, including a straight drone right on through. That counts as legitimately as, as any complex yeah. counter melody to it. Yeah. 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 It's pretty cool that you can do that with one song. Now, what were you, you were saying something? Jim, I think we should hear you saying, I do not love thee. Yeah, all right, yeah. good. Uh, this is a poem by Sarah Elizabeth Carolyn Norton, and she lived from 1807 into the late 19th century. Um, she had a miserable marriage. She married a, a, a very constrained, conventional, hard man, and uh, that was not in anywhere her nature. She's a, a British, socially, a beautiful woman. Um, and. During her time, the laws in, in England did not afford a woman a divorce. So she had three children and uh, lost a fourth in the violence of this marriage, uh, miscarried. So really intense physical violence and, and uh, left the marriage um, and was thought to have taken up with the Whig prime minister um, who was a friend of her husband's. Um, and so the lots of Whig? scandal and question about whether or not What's they a were... Whig prime minister? A Whig, W-H-I-G, one of the parliamentary the parties. The Whigs. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, W-H-I-G. Ignorant. Yeah, well, that's so. Um, so uh, lots of scandal and controversy, uh, but she was engaging with this man and, and many of the parliament members uh, to bring about socially just laws for allowing women to divorce and, and marry as, as they would. Um, so... She was not granted a divorce until her husband died, and uh, all of the, the, the money that she made on her literary career went to him, but he did die, and uh, th she was able to marry and uh, uh, enjoyed a, a brief marriage of three months before she died, but uh, nonetheless, lots of good poetry, lots and lots of good poetry, and this one is called I Do Not Love Thee, and it comes from a chocolate wrapper. There's a wonderful company called Chocolove Chocolate, 
and uh, they're out of Boulder, Colorado, and they put romantic poems on the inside of the wrapper. So it's a great gift, it's a great valentine, and it's great for driving music, I find it. <laughs> Lyrically, just right. What is the, what is the right. uh, poet's name again? The poet is uh, Sarah Elizabeth Carolyn Norton. probably would rather listen to that as music than just as the poem. Beautifully done. Thank you. I, I hope that more people do that. That was a, what an incredible I way. I hope you do it more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I aim to. You know, it's, it's curious because uh, the process of songwriting is usually so very personal. Yeah. And, and I, 
I envy to some extent those who compose in their head both lyric and music, but I find that the quality of the writing is already there, and it is so good. Yeah. And when it's pre-1926, there you go. Um, you know, it's a, a society of dead poets who I, I honor and I really make an effort to, you know, to tell their story and yeah. their, their, their words write the music. Mm -hmm. It's amazing how it writes it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's what a, what a legitimate, a totally legitimate folk form. I mean, how many mm -hmm. songs have done that with mm -hmm. the same lyrics, different uh, melodies or, or the same melodies and different lyrics maybe much more often. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But... Uh, Mm -hmm. More power to you. You guys just sing so well together. Mm -hmm. This has been such a treat. Yeah. Thank, it's you. A joke. Thank you for coming. Thanks for having yeah. me. Dave Schindel and Jen, Jen Logflor. We have time for one more song. Do y'all have one more song? If I yeah. can play, uh, I have a relatively new one that's um, called What Love Would Do. All right. It's a good question. <laughs>
Thank you so much. That was, that was incredible. Great really great wonderful. Great pleasure and honor. Thanks for having us. You bet. You guys are great. Thank you. Jim Lokefloor and Dave Shindell. Thank you all for coming tonight. You can catch us on MattosLive.com. Special thanks to Mr. Andy Lavalley, Bear Sound, back there in the sound production, and the podcast engineer, podcast producer. And catch our podcast every Monday and Thursday. Thanks again.